Apparently, there's a lot of children on Reddit. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, we have everyone. We have our shivery of Shota Shotaro. You know, you look like a cut of fuckable meat. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even. Our our pose are extraordinary to tie. I was supposed to follow up on that. What? I'm How does anyone try. follow no, that? I'm not going to try, I mean... bro. I'm done. <laughs> and our Sarf source material, John. Wait, no, that's from Cyberpunk, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a good meme. How do you follow that, though? No, you can't. You can't. How does anyone follow that? Isn't it like some Robocop guy shows mm. up and he says that to you? He hits on you while you're a prostitute, I think. Oh, what the f- actual fuck? Mm-hmm. This is gaming in twenty in the twenty mm-hmm. twenties. <laughs> yeah, so this I mean this won't be the very first uh episode of the podcast that comes out in twenty twenty one, but it is gonna be the first episode that we record in twenty twenty one because it's we're over. This. It's yes, right. it is yeah. over. We are we're recording this on New Year's Day. Uh this is our seventeenth WTF episode where we will talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about, anime related or not. Um, I think probably the best thing to do is since this is, you know, New Year's Day 2021, uh, 2020 kind of sucked. Yeah. Just kind of ass. Fuck 2020. It was kind of a, in, in, in the annals of, you know, human history, it's going to go down as maybe not the worst year ever, but it certainly wasn't great. In the anal of human history, bro. Yeah, it was in the anus of human history. Ugh. (laughs) Um... There was so much stuff that I had planned to do this year that never happened. I had four vacations get canceled. Uh, Fucking first to... world problems, dude. Like, what? <laughs> <I know. laughs> We're in a worldwide Listen, pandemic. Called man, out. I can't believe four of my vacations got canceled. <laughs> Listen, fuck, fuck all the people that died. I couldn't go oh on vacation. I'm oh so pissed. Geez. Stop, stop. You're recorded, dude. No. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. We at Anime Club After Dark have... Uh... <laughs> Have standards? <laughs> no, I'm uh, very no. sorry for anyone who has con- contracted COVID, and we do not reflect Alex's opinions. Yeah, I mean, two of us contracted COVID on this podcast. Yeah, two, yeah. two of the two of the four of us on this podcast did actually contract COVID last year. Hey, um, but I'm alive. You I'm actually not. had to quarantine twice, didn't you, John? Because you actually got it once, and then you were around someone who had it. Yeah. Yeah. That had to be fun. Oh, yeah, dude. My job is great enough that they paid me both times. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Get that money. Yeah, yours yours didn't... Well, I mean, with the first time you got it, you were in... Or with the the first time you had to quarantine, it's, uh, you were still in the service, so you got oh, paid That was the only time I was you? quarantined. Yeah, the army paid me, like, full salary for that. That was great. <laughs> but you guys had, like, a few months ago, Israel is as a whole went into another lockdown i mean so i'm sure you didn't get paid for that i mean i so that was that was when i was un- unemployed and i stand at my buddy's house and we watch one piece all day but uh-huh. actually we're now in the third lockdown of the year or I oh guess jesus of the, yeah but the first the first lockdown the first lockdown of the year bitch but anyway <laughs> it's 
it's so it's such a half-assed lockdown because like like I'm going to work as usual. Like people are going out to like places to work and stuff. Public transportation is still here, so yeah, I, like it's quote unquote lockdown, but not really. It's kind of stupid, honestly. Hey, but the difference is this time you actually have a job to go to. Hooray! <laughs> I get money. <laughs> you probably get. How, how does it compare to what you were making in the military? No, so it's it's less right now, but potentially it could be like more because like I there's a, a lot of room to grow in the company and like you know whether it's like going and like getting certifications and stuff like CCNP and whatever. Um, mm. but there's just such a lot of room to grow, especially in like, I, I work in like pretty much the biggest, uh, ISP in Israel because that company owns pretty much like 90% of internet infrastructure in Israel. Um, so there's a shit ton. It to totally doesn't there. sound like a monopoly. So f- the funny monopoly. thing about that. So 10 years ago, so they passed a law that because it was a monopoly, uh, now any internet uh, service provider can use that infrastructure to uh, with their internet. So basically, everyone uses the infrastructure, and it's different ISPs, uh, but be- yeah. Uh, so it's not a monopoly now, to some extent. It, it's a non-monopoly monopoly. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, 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 congratulations on the new job, by the way. Thank you, thank you. It means a lot. Yeah, well, the money probably means a lot more. No, it just feels good to like not, not like I don't, I don't know. It I, I was ready for like starting work and doing something with myself and like you know just trying like starting this new chapter in my life. You know, so it's good to finally get going with it. All right. Yeah. Well, I actually have an interesting story to share. So the actual only vacation I got to take really. Uh, last year in 2020 was a couple weeks ago for Christmas. I got to go up to Pittsburgh to see some family members. Um, on the way up, the flight that I took up, yes, I actually flew and it didn't kill me. Surprisingly, I didn't even catch COVID. Um, yet, uh, <laughs> yet. Sorry. Um, but I actually on my layover because I had a layover on my flight up and my flight back. But I had a layover at Charlotte International Airport, and there was a woman who was on the my flight from Charlotte to Pittsburgh, who was 106 years old. Jesus. What? How did you yes. know her age? Because I, we got to talking because she was right next to I me. See. Isn't it common? And I had, to ask for and I had, like, I had like an hour and a half Alex, to kill, so I needed to do brute. something. No, I had like an hour and a half to kill, and I my phone was almost dead, so I needed to do something. So I just looked over and said, hey, how you doing? <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, Who talks to random strangers when they're fucking bored? Wow, what the heck? I know, it's almost (laughs) like I was born in a time before the internet. Jeez, what a weirdo. But anyway, no, I actually got talking to her, and she actually remembers the last pandemic, the Spanish flu of 1918. Did she remember 21st of September? All right, Natai, that's like the third dad joke (laughs) I've heard tonight. <laughs> I'm the one that tells the shitty jokes, Natai. <laughs> but no, it was it was just a really interesting conversation. Actually, number one, getting to talk to someone who is that old and has all those stories, but also talking to someone who actually remembers the last pandemic. And I was surprised to find out that a lot of the stuff that's going on right now also happened back then. 
I mean, there were lockdowns, there were quarantines, there were people that were told to stay home. She said really the only thing that was like vastly different Mm. between back then and now in terms of people's attitude towards everything was back then no one really resisted wearing a mask. Like they just put their masks on and dealt with it. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Like Americans nowadays, freaking Americans, right? Like. America. You can't you can't tell them to do anything, right? They're like, no, fuck you. I have a right to do whatever I want to do because this is America, and it's like, <sighs> come on, man. I think that's also like some kind of theory that, oh, it's like when you ban the, uh, I forgot what it's called. Uh, when you what is it called when people get together and you ban that. Anyways, what I'm trying to say... Cancel culture? You talking about, like, the Prohibition era? <laughs> no. What I'm trying to say is that, like, it, with the internet and, like, like globalization, um, it's easier to have a strong opinion when you know that a lot of other people also have that opinion. But without that, it would have been harder to go against the, like, oh. government when you weren't able to find... Like people who shared your opinion. You, you mean, mean like, like an echo, echo chamber? chamber? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he thinks about it. It's like, uh, sure, I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I kind of agree. Like, it's way easier to get yourself in these echo chamber rabbit holes where, um, you all you do is you find people who agree with you, and it's like, yes, yeah, see, all these people agree with me, so I must be right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, before the internet, I mean, 1918, obviously, how people back then didn't, a lot of people back then didn't even have telephones. Um, I think it was probably a lot more difficult to, to fall into that. So, yeah, there, you're probably right, Show. There's some something to that. Um, it, it was a fascinating conversation being able to talk to someone who had been through that much and had been through something very similar before. I just, I probably would never, I can't imagine I'll ever have a chance to talk about something like that with someone that old ever again so it's like living history yeah yeah 2020 i i'm glad it's over fucking finally yeah finally um one of the things that did get canceled was we were kind of in the beginning stages of planning a meetup at otakon last year that obviously didn't happen uh hopefully it happens this year i mean hopefully the convention conventions in general happen this year although a couple have already been canceled for january that's not a good sign um but if i mean if otakon goes on again this year i'll definitely be there and i'm hoping that we can maybe arrange to do a meetup for all four of us because of the four of us here natai is the only person i haven't met face to face oh he needs to mark you yeah he could be fat, fat kissing. He could be catfishing us. Oh, honey, right fat now. fishing. <laughs> fat kissing. Fat kissing. Wow. Dyslexia. 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 Hell of a thing to have. Dyslexia. Dyslexia. Listen, English. Me no speaky so good. Spasiva. Yeah, I just hope. My biggest hope is that 2021 is some return to some semblance of normalcy and we can get back to doing the things that we love in person because as as great as these things are I mean we we did get to, to participate in a virtual convention a hey. few weeks ago that was that was, a lot of fun. that was fun yeah um 
and as much as I enjoyed that and they have said that they're going to be doing another one or maybe even two of those conventions this year, which is great. There's, you can't really replace that, you know, what real conventions are. I mean, I hate to use that real convention, a face to face in person convention is like, um, you can only simulate that so much on the internet. Do do you guys want to share quickly? How was the convention like? I I missed it obviously. So. Yeah, I know, uh, and we haven't talked about day. it on the podcast, right? Actually, yeah. Well, I don't think we have, or if we have, it's only been on our Discord server. Yeah, so we uh, can talk about it for a sec. It's funny because the day that that convention, or at least the day that our panel was, was the first day of your new job. Yeah, that's why I couldn't <laughs> make it. It was. It was so quickly. I, t- I told John right before we started recording. Literally, the interview was the Thursday, and they're like, "Yeah, you seem cool. Want to start working on Sunday?" I'm like, "Uh, sure." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed the convention, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> a lot of it. The, the convention itself kind of came together, at least for us, over like just a two or three week span. Um, so it was a new experience for me. I'd never had to put together like a panel or a discussion for an event like that before. Um, so it was, it was a different experience for me overall. I think it was fine. Um, the convention itself did have some technical issues and some other things to work out, but you kind of expect that I think with a number one, a first time thing. And also the fact that it's in VR chat, which a lot of people, I think all of us that participated, it was our first time using it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not like it, the VR chat part, John? I, not, I mean, it was whatever. It was a platform to speak on. I just didn't, I was just like, eh, how is this any different from doing a live stream, right? That's true. <clears throat> I mean, I, but, I well, in a live stream, I, I couldn't have been Corona. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you got to be Miku. Wait, I w- yeah, can I got to be Miku. Miku. I wasn't in a live stream. Corona. I guess you can with, like, I don't know, the whole live technology. Mm. <laughs> Like the face rigging, mm-hmm. yeah. So that, how, how did the panel go? Like, what well, did you guys we talk ended up about? talking. We ended up talking about like conventions and what they mean to us, and we also talked about like some of our convention stories and some do's and don'ts when you go to conventions. Um, so <laughs> it was a convention panel about conventions. How meta, <laughs> I know. Um, but. Um, I was I was happy that the people that were there were asking us questions and stuff. Like, like people were obviously engaged in what we were saying. Yeah, that was yeah, really so cool. It, it did a really good job of simulating like what it is like to be on a panel, right, in real mm. life. So that obviously I was, was I was cool. I was I was concerned because I again being a newbie to VR chat, um, I was concerned that it wasn't going to be anywhere near as interactive as a regular convention panel would be where people can, you know, raise their hand, ask questions, or you can ask questions of the audience. Um, I was glad to see that you can actually work that out, though. Yeah, my only concern was that it was really hard to hear what they were saying. Mm. Yeah, I had that problem, too, so I just cranked up the world volume. Yeah, I realized that's what I would have to do. (laughs) Wow. Because it has proximity chat, so yeah, yeah. Mm. some people in the back were like more quiet than others and stuff like that. But <laughs> just imagine um, like someone in the back with a stu- like a fucking I don't know avatar, uh, a super tiny really like soft spoken voice, like yeah. Excuse me, and I, that, and there were people statement? that were s- well, <laughs> and there were people that were sitting in the back. I think someone in the back actually asked us a question. I I had to like press my fucking headphones to my ears, like huh, what? <laughs> 
I can't turn you up anymore. Yell, please. Which is actually, if you think about it, it's, it's a good simulation of what it's like. Because if you are in the back in a panel room, you do have to kind of speak up. Sir, well, that's I'm why they get the, step up the microphone in my ear. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed it. I I definitely if when they put it on again, I definitely think we'll come back. Uh, obviously, we'll be doing a different panel. Um, but I would like the the problem was for me, I was working. Um, and like I said, a lot of it came together like sort of last minute. Um, but I'm still glad we got invited anyway. But for me, I was working for the first two days of the convention, so there wasn't much I could do. You know, I couldn't it's really attend other panels. <clears throat> I couldn't. There was also DJ events uh, that I couldn't go. There was a rave. I couldn't go to that either. Um, so the next time they do it, I definitely hope I have a little more, uh, you know, lead up time to where I can maybe take a day off work or work from home so that I can actually, you know, go to go to one of the DJ events or go to a rave or go to someone else's panel because there were other panels that were going on during the weekend that actually did sound kind of interesting. I just didn't get a chance to see them. Shoutouts to the organizers, because holy shit, it seems like a lot of work went into that. Yes. Um, yes. And I, it just struck me. I haven't even said what it's called. It's called the uh, Bachavu. Bacharu Khan. That's that. I wow. fucking miss that. I swear I'm not been drinking. Bacharu Khan. Kombucha Khan. Oh, God. Kombucha is disgusting. Um, but yeah, I, I look forward to the next time they do that because I think we'll definitely do another panel. Hopefully you can join us this time, Nizai. I, I, I want to. I really do. I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so before I move on to, to someone else, uh, since someone mentioned Whole Alive, I think it was show. Should I do the simp report? <sighs> do it. How much money did you spend today? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, well, I haven't actually spent any money today on VTubers. but because um, they're not so streaming this... right now. <laughs> well, there actually were two streams today. I did watch, but I didn't donate. Um, um, so I've talked about this before on the podcast, about how I have begun simping for VTubers, specifically uh, members of Hololive. Um, and... At Natalia's request, I have actually been keeping track of exactly how much I have simped and to who <laughs> I have simped. So I'm going to read this off. So this is as of January 1st, 2021. I have spent a total of $646. Jesus, $640. Uh, Fuck, dude. You could have bought a PS5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> simping for Hololive, uh, members of Hololive, and... Uh, I'll just go down the list right now. So the person I've donated the most to is Sakura. No, 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 wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go for the least to to most. Okay. That's all I'll, Okay, I'll go, go from the bottom to the top. So yeah. I have two I have two people that I've donated five dollars to. Uh Yukoku Roboru, who is the Are You Winning Son? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I've also donated five dollars to Hachima. See, that's surprising. I thought you were gonna de- donate up much more to Hachima. As much as I love Hachima for her meme lord slash shit lord status, I have a difficult time supporting someone who eats spiders. Listen, tarantulas taste like shrimp. Okay, I don't want to find that out, John. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. No. Um. So there's also two people that I have donated ten dollars to. Uh, this is uh, Fubuki and Matsuri. I'm surprised you did not donate 
as much to Fubuki just because, like, you know, Fox can. She's kind of meme-worthy. Oh, God. She, I am Scatman. I am a Scatman. <laughs> no, so I, I've actually, I've only, I've donated to Fubuki twice, and both times I've donated to her after she's rejected someone for a marriage proposal. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I find her rejection so entertaining. Oh man! No, no wife, <laughs> friends. No wife, friends. Thank you. No uh, wife. I don't. I donated to Matsuri just because she was being a degenerate lolicon, and I approve. Oh God. <laughs> um, I have do- donated thirty-five dollars to uh, Calliope Cali. Uh, I did that during one of her um, uh, karaoke streams. Hmm. I forget what song it was that she that she did that I donated. I I can't remember now, but it was like three or four weeks ago. Probably um, mass destruction because she's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I have donated forty dollars to Husha Marine Desu. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the horny hit the horny hits you, and you just gotta donate. Freaking Marine. <laughs> uh, I have donated fifty seven dollars to Corona. Not even uh, five six three. What a plebe. It's like you don't even watch her streams, dude. <laughs> fire in water. Why? Why no, it's Why? water in the fire. Why? <laughs> oh me not understand. I freaking love Corona. She's so cute. I I have do- this is also in one donation I donated sixty nine dollars to Galgura. <laughs> And I nice. just and I just put the word nice in there, and she read it, and I was so happy. She said sixty nine dollars, nice. Ah, ah. Uh, I have donated ninety five dollars total to uh, Pekoda, and that's almost exclusively during her Minecraft streams, just because they're so fucking chill. Yeah, go Peko, come Peko, come Peko, almond, almond. It is not almond. It is Domo. <laughs> Not almond. <laughs> I can't do the laugh as much no, as I want to. I can't. It's fucking hard. <laughs> it, is, it. it has been fun over the last like couple months listening subtly as um, Kiara's laugh becomes more and more like background. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and anyway, last on the yes, she is the fried chicken lady. Phoenix. Um, the <laughs> Phoenix. Um, also, the Holotalk videos are awesome. Um, and then the last but not least, the person I've donated the most to is Sakura Miko. <laughs> I have donated a grand total of three hundred and twenty dollars to her. My God, whoa. fuck you, she Miko, my queen. Stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Stay home. <laughs> fuck you. I will say, fuck if anything, you. Uh, fuck no, fuck, fuck you, fuck. Miko. Fuck you. No, baby. No, 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 baby, no, baby. Um, I will say, if anything, that 2020 was good for really increasing the popularity of VTubers because people were locked in their homes with nothing to do. Yeah, like, whole life couldn't have exploded at a better time, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's that's the uh, that's the January VTuber. Uh, that's Senpai's VTuber receipts. Senpai simp so, reports. Simp how often? I. How often do we want to check back in the studio for the simp reports? That's the question. 
Oh. <laughs> I, I think I am okay with doing these monthly. I will keep a running total oh of who God. I donate to and how much. Maybe you do it like a quarterly thing. Oh, my. A quarterly <laughs> earnings. Quarterly earnings. <laughs> this is a quarterly spending report, sir. No, no, yeah. it's, a it's a quarterly same call. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I, I have these in a document, like a Word document right now. I think I'm going to move these over to a uh, uh, Excel spreadsheet just so oh I don't have to do these uh, calculations by myself anymore. That's fair. <sighs> Speaking of reports. Mm hmm. I want to report in on my progress for One Piece. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Go ahead. Boys, How much time have you wasted, boys? I've passed the 600th episode. Oh god! 300 to go. Easy peasy, oh, lemon no. squeezy. Listen, see now the 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 shocking thing is, it's still good. I'm still having a good time. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay that's all. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I thought this is like when we check out anytime. <laughs> yeah. Natai, Natai, I'm glad that you found something you love. None of the rest of us care. No, I, well, well, I mean, first of all, suck my dick. Second of all, it's, I'm just, I'm just surprised that so fucking late into this series, into this show, it's still good. And I actually, I'm surprised I, com I committed to it that hard, you know? Like, I'm still, Me like, too. It's, it's so fucking good. Like for, I'm for surprised this. you have this much free time. I mean, less now. I just, like, managed to squeeze in maybe, like, ten episodes a night. Less than that. Or something like that. So, I'm lucky if I can squeeze in ten episodes of anime a week. I mean, what can I say when I live with someone, like, as of, like, right now, and he is down to watch with me One Piece. So when I get back from work, all we do is eat. Watch One Piece, and that's about it. it. Like, yeah. Maybe once I move into an apartment of my own, I'll have time to do other things. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, right now it's only One Piece. It's been it's been great. Um, but I can't wait to like once I get caught up to finally have a, a have a break and watch something that isn't well, more than I, one, twenty. Th one thing's for sure. for sure. One thing for sure. This season that's about to start is gonna mm. be uh, uh, you know right for picking of what you want to watch oh fuck yeah dude no but it's also gonna be a great time to for me to catch up on like shorter shows but the thing with one piece now that i, I have watched so many episodes of it i feel like i have no excuses with watching other like long-running shows like hunter x hunter and stuff because like yes, oh, 140 episodes hunter, that's hunter. that's that's a way superior show you could have watched gosh darn it oh, or I. may i suggest May I say, it's not as long as One Piece, no. obviously, but it Legend is long. Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch that as well. It's like a hundred or so episodes. Like, oh, easy. But that, roughly, like, the numbers like don't mean anything. Seventy episodes. Me. The numbers don't mean anything anymore. That's the scary thing with One Piece. I have no excuses anymore. The numbers. What did they mean, Natai? God, Black Ops. What kind Ugh. of joke is that? It could go all. What? What? Where are you Black going Ops with that jokes? Oh. <laughs> That came out. Oh, I played that for like one week, and that was about it. <laughs> I think that... you and a lot of other people, John. How how did that quote go? I, I can't remember which Black Ops it was. It where it was like Black Ops it's... two. No, no, the no. I'm Mason. Of... What do no, they no, mean? Not... It's not that quote. It's the other one. It's like, I'm a fucking onion, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> no, what the fuck? Uh, I'll I'll is link it... it after we. Isn't that <laughs> from the first? Black Ops? I I don't. Let me look it up. I'll I'll, I'll check. I'm a uh, fucking. Well, Natai, I'm I'm glad you're enjoying One Piece. Um, 
Still I'm not good. watching it. I'm not trying to convince anyone. I'm just like, see, see, look, it's that I'm just, I took the plunge for you guys. So you, I mean, uh, I don't know if you, for you, so you don't have to, but so you know what it's like. You did this see? for us. It's for our oh, benefit. Oh, no, fuck that. But that's a si- <laughs> no, 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 fuck that. I'm, it's a side effect. A side effect. So it's like a COVID vaccine. <laughs> Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. Oh, it is from Cold War. Never mind. I'm a goddamn really? Iron Mason. I'll look at the chat. I could have you sworn that it. was a line from the first one, but. Hold up. I'll look at the chat. You can watch it. It's like 10 seconds. Okay. I'm well, a goddamn I'll, I'll, Onion Mason. I'll be sure to not watch that. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, I don't care. It's a funny quote. But anyway, yeah. Uh, 300 episodes to go. Probably not going to take that long. The only issue is the. Upcoming, like I'm, I'm currently, I'm on Punk Hazard, which is really good. But the next arc is Dressrosa, which is like a hundred episodes by itself. Oh god, so that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I don't know how you live your life, Mitai. The main, the, the main antagonist of that arc is go, is called Don Quixote, Don Flamingo. Yeah, and I'm super ch- Don Quixote. Don Quixote, Don Flamingo, my man. John, when when did you stop watching One Piece? Um. <laughs> About 50 more episodes after. Mm. Bro, bro, when Law showed up again. Holy shit, I, mm, my balls dropped a bit. <laughs> nah, One Piece is great. I'm sure, like, like the anime is, is honestly not the best. But considering how much I enjoyed the anime, I'm sure the manga is fucking godly. Mm. See, the problem with One Piece is that it just doesn't end. Like... <laughs> Kind of like, kind of like Berserk. <laughs> you stop reading it for two and a half years, and they're still in the same fucking place. They haven't fought any anyone yet, and you're like, what? What I haven't read in like two and a half years, nothing has happened. That's why you you don't keep up with it. Like when when I when I get caught up, I'll probably like read a few chapters, but then I know I'll just like I'll stop and come back to it in like a year. So I have like fifty episodes I want to just blaze through because it's so much fun to binge it. But God, I I don't envy people who have been keeping up with it. For yeah, the past as 10 like years. as a weekly show, I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like, no, I'm done. it's not a good <laughs> weekly show. It's terrible. Like, but it's you a know really what? Like, there are, there are people out there who, from the very first episode, have yeah. been watching this week to week, and I'm thinking, I don't know how. how do you do this? No, no, it's it's terrible. It's a really fun and it's real. It's such a good binge, dude. But I would never want to watch it weekly, not in a million years. What's? Well, uh, I'm just curious. Uh, for everyone, like, what's the longest show that you ever watched weekly? Like, you never stopped and you you didn't go back to it. Like, you watched it from beginning to end, That's week a good to week. Question. Well, um, I would have to say it was Bleach because ooh. I stopped at like, God, episode two hundred something, and then I just transitioned to the manga because <laughs> I caught mm. up to it and I just went to the manga and stopped watching it. Like for one, Wonder, I guess. Like- one Piece, I never watched from the beginning. Like, I got into it later, and I just watched, like, blocks of episode like Natai did until mm. I caught up, and then I just went to the manga. <laughs> Why didn't you bleach, like, a, like a, a, I haven't, I've never finished it, like, but I do plan to someday uh, for a really bad reason, probably. But wasn't it, like, a, like a hundred episode chunk that was just filler? Like, straight, <laughs> 100 episodes straight filler, you know? 
I mean, it wasn't a hundred episodes of filler, but yeah, it was a hundred episodes of filler. <laughs> 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 I, all right, I I watched it all the way until the Eisen arc ended, and then mm. you know there was the huge break, and then that that kind of was like where I I just branched off. I was like, I'm not gonna watch the anime anymore. I'm just gonna read the manga. Mm. Gotcha. What about you, show? What's the longest you've ever watched a show that was week to week? The only thing I can think of is Black Clover, which I watched like 92 episodes. Jeez. <laughs> I was watching that weekly, too. Which is like a 92 straight weeks of hell. Honey. I have regrets. I've made mistakes. But it's a thing that happened. <laughs> At I least you, watching... you understand that it was a mistake. I oh, mean, Black Clover is a mistake. It was something. <laughs> Yeah, I was watching that weekly. That sounds awful. I mean, <laughs> no, because dude, like the first bad. twenty episodes were so rough. I, I I'm so happy like I could get through them, but fuck. I just okay. I don't think they even announced like an episode count, so I was just waiting. I'm like, when is this gonna be over? Mm. And then I realized that it's not gonna be over. So I'm it's like, not over. It's okay, never bye. Over. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's one of the new big three, right? Okay, but like, oh. when is it recently that a show just keeps airing and just just keeps going? Uh, it, that happens very rarely recently. I mean, yeah, you you think that something like My Hero Academia would be a show like that, but it's exactly. not. No, because Bones know how to like fucking schedule stuff and not kill their animators, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's the oh, no, dude. That's the way to go to just like make a season, take a break, make a season, take a break. I mean, I, I I agree. I I don't think you need to have a new episode of a show every single week, every single month, every single year. But I disagree. I that's how that's Shonen how you... has worked for so long that yeah. we kind of got used to it. Because for Shonen, because there's so much you know that could replace you especially if you're a show that takes forever to do anything, that if you don't continually keep feeding the masses, people are eventually just not going to watch. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's kind of the whole idea behind filler. Yeah, I suppose. But then you, I, I don't like, and again, I almost never like watch this, like watch these shows weekly. So I don't care. Mm. But, but then you look, you don't at watch the a whole lot of anime yet. weekly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, dude. It just, but then no, you I'm, look just, at I'm the... just pointing. I'm just pointing that out for people no, no, who may I know. not realize that, like, that you don't that's... watch a lot of anime weekly. Yeah, I, I, I usually, do, especially now that all I watch is only One Piece. Maybe once I'm done with it, it'll like it. It'll be different. But anyway, I, once you like, I, I don't know if that's any like, as of, I, I don't know if if to even say viable as it sort of used to be. It used to be the norm, but nowadays there aren't that many shows that take that role because it's so probably it's it's so exhausting for the staff probably not to mention especially when you're like based on a manga it just like fucking black clover so i stopped watching when like i think it was episode 129 when i binged all of these episodes and they were entering uh an anime original arc which is basically like stuff that happens in a time skip or i don't care but so (laughs) the next four months were them just doing filler because they were waiting for the manga to get even like to j- keep going so they won't catch up you know it's such a i don't know it's such a bad model in my opinion like i get what you're saying about like constantly be there so like people will always tune in because they know the episode will always drop but it's i guess in that sense it makes sense but when you look mm-hmm. back at the whole the show as a whole it just you know just hurts it overall 
I think there at one point there was definitely a market for it and a, and a reason for it to be around. Mostly when there were only at most a dozen new anime coming out every season. But now you have two or three dozen brand new anime that come yeah, out every season. There's it's so like, much to watch. We, we don't need these constantly airing shows all the time. Yeah, let I it mean, breathe. That's, that's that's how I look at it. Uh, that I, I only I. Honestly, I wish, I wish even One Piece would have done, been done like the way Bones have, have been handling their shows. Just animate like a season, take a break. Animate a season, take a break. You... Yeah, animate twelve to thirteen episodes at a time. Take like a a three Maybe or 20, four season long break yeah. and then come back. Yeah, but because man, like going through some of the arcs in One Piece, I I would have lost my money if I would have watched it weekly. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I definitely would have. Yeah. Good binge, though. All Good right. binge. Hey, show. Hello. What's been going on for you? Oh, so much. So everybody, um, or rather nobody, wants to know about my Dungeons & Dragons update because I have just so <laughs> much to talk about. I do because you seem to find the most toxic oh, people no. to play with. I didn't know Dungeon, Dungeons & Dragons plus could be this toxic dude. What the fuck? Honey... <laughs> The D and D stands for Dungeons and Drama. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> Where are you finding these groups? Just like off of Discord, Reddit. No, uh, the oh, group that had the that toxic DM everything. was like one of my friends. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> That's worse. Was it? Was this the same person that told you you couldn't be a dark skinned yeah. character because it wasn't viable to the yes. game? <sighs> What the actual My fuck? God. <laughs> anyway, um, good. Our neutral good news is I made my first investment into this hobby. Will be oh, the buy some dice. No, I didn't buy dice. Listen, I'm online only. What? I just click the roll button. I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need you to need move my hand. You need dice. You need some the really dice. nice ones. I know they're really Dude, nice. Dude, they're so cool. But like, I'm not gonna use them. <laughs> Until uh, you just um, roll them on your desk and tell them what the numbers okay, were. No, no, no. We so don't, easy. we don't, we don't buy things we don't use. You know, we don't buy figures. We don't simp. We buy things we use. Oh, that is such okay. a we're fucking lie. I know you have figures. Okay, shut up. Because we're practical spenders. <laughs> um. So yeah, I bought the new source book that came out in November. Um. Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Um. Which has been. Which version are you guys playing? The fifth edition. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is going to be one of many investments that I will turn out to regret. So <laughs> mark the day on your calendar. This is when I fell down the rabbit hole. Um, the dice will come because <laughs> I have no self-control. Um, but yeah, that's great. Uh, but let's get into the drama. Uh, so the DM <laughs> that I was talking shit about um had a heated altercation with one of his other groups and oh he basically oh. is now done with D and doesn't want to play anymore <laughs> I mean, and let me tell you i'm not surprised he had a heated altercation okay um but yeah so basically my dungeon dragons group disbanded um oh. which is not tolerable because I need to play Dungeons and Dragons and I need to play it now. So I went to Reddit and I'm like, please, someone, please play with me. Please. 
There, that was that was mistake number. I'm so desperate. And then I like applied to like 15 different groups over like a two week period because I was like so desperate and no one wanted me because I'm ugly and no one wants to see my face. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Yikes! Wow, don't act like it's true. Anyways, um, <laughs> don't act like it's true. <laughs> I found a group. Um, and listen, this is this is the beginning. <laughs> Of a horrible experience. Of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is the, this is the point where you look back on it later and say, am I an idiot? <laughs> yes. So, you know, we had an interview. I got invited into the Discord. Um, wait, so, you had wait, there to was do an interview? An interview? Like, interview? You? <laughs> well, I call it an interview. It's basically just like a... like a Just a meet and greet. One-on-one like, one hey, let's make with... sure this person's not like yeah. super toxic. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or a troll. Yeah. Which was funny because... I had to do the interview on the night of before I moved out of my house. So I was like, it was really hectic. Oh. But I did it anyways. Um, Ignore all the like sawing and hammering you hear in the background. Honey, this is not gonna literally be long, people moving longer. mattresses on the other side of the door that oh. I was supposed to be moving. <laughs> but I'm like, listen, I, just... I need to get on this call, okay? Um, anyways. So. I'm just imagining the show sitting there and the guy's like, show me your credentials. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, no. We just we just talked shit and shared memes. Um, but yeah. So I went... <laughs> kind of like what we do in our Discord server. Oh, yeah. Memes unite, bro. So much shit in our Discord. <laughs> you should join it. Um, <laughs> I think the link is in the description. <laughs> Yes, you're almost good at this. Almost. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So first red flag was that no one talked in the Discord. It was a ghost town. Oh. Um. Then we had our session zero where we, like all the players in the DM, got in a voice call and we're supposed to like get to know each other. However, all that happened was the DM just like preached to us the like the rules and the the world and we didn't really talk to each other so that's the second red flag also a lot of the people on the voice call sounded underage and i'm like i don't want to oh, play with children no. okay i don't oh. want to do this apparently there's a lot of children on reddit that are looking for D D groups <laughs> okay i was really I was really hoping that sentence was going to end. <laughs> that sounds like way. a really weird way to phrase it, but that's how that's what is happening. It, it kind of sounds like you're like covered up something, honestly. No! Oh my god. <laughs> okay, listen. Anyways. <laughs> like it's some kind of euphemism, like looking for DD groups. No! Oh my god. god, stop, Alex. <laughs> um, anyways, so yeah, there's a lot of children looking for DD groups. And it sounded like they were in this group too, which I really didn't want. But anywho, third red flag. And then the DM wanted us to get, there were like seven of us. She wanted to do a one-on-one -on -one call with each of us to make our characters live with her. Oh. And I'm like, oh. that's a lot. That was, a, that was, I don't know what number we're at. Fourth red flag, one-on-one -on -one Yeah, sessions. this is number four. Um, I mean, I would say five because the first red flag was finding someone on Reddit. Maybe. <laughs> Listen, Reddit is a great place. Beautiful community. Yeah, man. You know, wholesome, uh, productive. We did it, Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. 
Um. Anyways, so I told her in the in the session zero, I wanted to play this race. Oh, we're getting back to races, honey. Me and races, I just don't. I don't. We don't mesh well. And when we went on to the one-on-one call, I was like, okay, this is my race. This is how I'm going to choose the stuff for it. And she's like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, what? <laughs> so it's back Nothing to the same thing changed. you had with the first <laughs> yeah, guy. That's I'm like, like, I want to do this what? dark skin character. Yo, you can't do that. <laughs> I told you I'm playing this race. And she's like, this doesn't work. And I'm like, Ugh. I ba- but And the problem was I based my entire character around my race. No surprise, your race is a big part of your character. Um, and she's like, you know what? We can change Why it to this race. Why did you refuse, though? And I'm like, okay, we can change it to that race. So we built the character, finished the call. And then after the call, I was like, you know, I'm not going to be comfortable playing this character for like however long. So I might as well just tell her now that I'm not comfortable. So I just told her like, you know, I don't like this. I wish we could change it to this, this, this. And then we had like a number of DMs, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know what? You are being, you're asking for too much. You know, you keep changing your character, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, I wouldn't have had to change my character if you just let me play the race that I told you I was going to play. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was, so, what was my your reason for not letting you do it? Uh, well, all right. So, yeah. to my understanding, some DMs don't like you, like, having 100% control because it'll railroad, like, their campaigns and shit. But that's just a sign of a shitty DM, in my yeah. opinion. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, she shouldn't have, like, micromanaged my character. That was a stupid idea. Especially when there's so many characters. And especially since she literally said, this is too much. It's like, no, duds too much. You're micromanaging seven characters. What are you doing? Oh. Anyways, I was playing <laughs> so- a custom lineage, which is a new option in the new book. Um, oh. Which basically lets you play, like, it lets you, like, make your own race. It's kind of... I don't know if I've talked about this, but it's kind of like, it's funny because they introduced it in order to solve the allegations of racism against Dungeons and Dragons. Because they're like, oh, you're a half orc. You have um, inherent like, uh, like bonuses to strength. But, you know, just because you're a half orc, not all half orcs have bonuses to strength. Um, so they introduced custom lineage, so you can be in half work, but not also have, but be like have, uh, be intelligent instead of strong. Um, yeah, why can't you be a half orc wizard? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it's kind of like problematic still because basically custom lineage is the D and D version of a mixed race. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> because oh and that's been well. That's been something that's been talked about for a few years now about how you can't really do mixed races in D and D campaigns without breaking the game. Uh, a good DM just knows how to work around that stuff and let the players. Be I agree. The characters I they agree. Be. I, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why people are so? Ugh. Well, it's because like <laughs> traditionally, Wizards of the Coast. Yes. Right? Walk. Yeah, yes. Wizards of the Coast. It's like it's because these token characters they they're supposed to be like you know an orc is an orc right they mm-hmm. they obviously yeah. should have strength bonuses it's not like you can make some elaborate like oh you were abandoned as an orc child because you weren't actually super strong but an elder lich found you and raised you as a mage so now you're a death mage mm-hmm. like you can you can do that that's possible because yeah. I know a little bit of D and D but like it's just 
it's just not really what they meant it to be like and if i was a dm and first of all why would you micromanage seven characters holy shit um (laughs) that's why i would understand why the dm would be like no we can't do that like this is too much however again that's just that's just being a shitty dm because if it's part of the expansion you should be able to adapt like i don't care like it the wizards of the coast released this this is their this is your problem as a dm now i mean the thing (laughs) is that i literally told her session zero and then later after i tell her then I make the character. Then we do the in- the one-on-one thing. And at that point, she says no. And I'm like, couldn't you have said no couldn't before? Couldn't have told me earlier. Yeah, tell <laughs> yeah. me before. This is like my uh, biggest yeah. annoyance is like, tell me before character creation what I'm allowed to do. And then we won't have yeah, problems. Tell, tell me up front so I'm not investing an enormous amount of time and effort and energy into this and then <clears> being told no. Exactly. And then so I was like, you know... I thought I had told you, like, I had told her, like, 100%. I thought I had told you that, like, I was going to play this race. Sorry, this must have been a miscommunication about what you wanted from the character. And she's like, listen, if you don't want to listen to what I say, then you can leave. And I'm like, "Ah, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, did you just say that to me? I'm like, okay, bye. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, I'm gone. I left that I also hear, like fucking uh horror stories about like the murder hobos when you're a dm right because you know everyone you play with is just a fucking murder hobo Uh so it's like i understand why she would want to set up certain rules so that doesn't happen but again i just i don't know man it's hard enough finding like a good D &D group and it's just like there's a part of me just just listening over the last like three months of the drama that show has gone through, just trying to play this fucking game, honey. There's a part of me that's like, why don't we just make our own D and D group so he can fucking let's play the game? Who's gonna DM, dude? I don't want to fucking DM. DM is so fucking soul taking. It is because you you have to craft a fucking world. You have to do all unless like, we run a module. I guess. What do you mean? Like. A module is like Wizards of the Coast uh, writes like, oh, campaigns, like pre-made campaigns. Yeah. Or like, like a ready-made yeah. campaign. Yeah. But those are shitty. Are they? It's like, I mean, no, I mean, they're not. They're not, but as a DM, it's kind of like shitty because then it's just improv at that point and it's like I you mean, didn't create this world. Yeah, so. I know. Like, I don't, I don't understand people who enjoy DMing. I'm like, I, so I They're a so. special breed of people. So, Whoa. as a previous DM, Uh-oh. <laughs> um, so, so I had a, a, a group of friends back when I think it was like middle school, where we played D&D constantly, and I, I don't know how it happened, I was the DM for some reason, and being <laughs> a stupid kid who can think of stuff by himself, I was like, I'll just buy some campaigns, that seems like a lot of fun, and they were a lot of fun, but the real fun was like, sort of using them as a template and inter- and like injecting them with stuff and building it yourself cool. yeah that's the best that was part the about being part. a dm so you basically so you, because, like, you use the, the you use the cookie cutter like campaign as a starting point and then you build off of that yeah, yeah. so like i so I, I still have these around i think so like i bought two com- campaigns the first one was really fun and it's like really cool and then when we got to the end of it and the end of the story was like ah oh, that was fucking great and i had the uh, another campaign like ready to go i was like oh shit how am i connecting these two and i think there was like a difference between them in terms of like like stronger enemies or, or stuff i don't remember and then i thought myself fuck it 
everyone's tra- transported to a coliseum and they fight monsters <laughs> alongside the gods. <laughs> fucking railroader, dude! You're a shitty DM. Oh, Get out of no. here. <laughs> no, I'm a shitty DM, but I, but it, but it turned into a really fun experience. Like I, I'm not a good DM at all, but it's like, but but uh, like I wasn't trying to like so, like there were some restrictions, but I wasn't letting them ruin the fun for everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Anyways, so yeah. I could try g- giving it another yes, shot. Yes, I don't uh, promise quality. I don't do promise it. quality. I, uh, I mean, I'm I'm down to learn how to do this. I've never actually played D and D, so it's not hard. I'd I'd have to get. D- I mean, like, some kind of a crash course, but Alex, you 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 really enjoy like writing down like character bios and stuff, right? I mean, well, shit, you you've written so much stuff about fan. Like, the, po- the podcast mascot, it's, like, pretty nuts. Yeah, like, what you do with Fen stuff is basically the same thing as creating yeah. character sheets. Yeah, it's the same you've thing. already made, yeah. like, ten different... You've already made character D&D sheets. Characters. <laughs> I've already yeah. made, like, ten fucking characters. Well, there you go. Y- you'll have a lot of fun creating characters. Yeah. Uh, oh, th- yeah, I, th- I feel like the character creation for me is going to be the easiest part. I mean, it's just role-playing. You just play your character. Yeah. Although, I will say, if we did it, like, number one, we'd have to... We'd have to make episodes of the podcast. For yes, <laughs> yes, dude. Let's do it. We're just gonna be. We're basically gonna become Critical Role. We're Critical yes. Role now. Yeah, Critical Fumble. I feel like I feel like if we do <laughs> critical this, we need to do something. Fumble. Dude, critical Fumble. Critical Fumble. Ones am I about to roll, dude? <laughs> critical Fumble. I like that. That's name. great. Uh, no, but if we do it, we got to do something unique, like have it take place in like an urban fantasy setting or something. Okay, Mister, you're not even the. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you want to DM Alex? Decide. Just get out of here, dude. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you're like serious about it, I can like give it a shot and try to figure out what I want to do. We'll see. I'm a hundred percent. I mean, serious. Hell, I'm, I'm down to give it a shot if for no other reason to stop show from getting. Oh up yeah, for sure. People. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this story does have a happy ending because I left that group. I went back to Reddit, my old flame that's always trustworthy. <laughs> I started looking for another group. And within 24 hours, I found another group. And this group is like, they do the complete opposite of what that shitty group did, which is really good. You know, we talk in text, we talk in voice. Everybody's, everybody's over 20. We create our own character sheets, and then the DM looks over it and double checks it like normal people. Um, and we've played like two sessions so far, and it's been pretty good. So that's been good. But I would still totally do a D&D group with this podcast. That would be, I'm sure it'll be like fucking crazy. So much fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we're going to record and do that, we should probably do one-shots if Natai wants to DM and create a campaign. Just putting that out there. Unless you want to do like, a long-running I, campaign. like I know I, that's something people listen, do. Listen, I, I think I, I, we probably do need to do a one-shot just so I can yeah. get this. Yeah, you know, one-shot. I can get to start. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Boss will be so the beholder, so fuck it. D&D. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Alex doesn't know what a beholder is. <laughs> ah, shit. What the hell is that? <laughs> Alex is I gonna kill us all. Oh shit! Oh, Alex is the beholder. <laughs> I just want to be able to play as my podcast avatar. I knew you would oh say God. that. Yeah, he fucking knew it. Yeah, I knew him. Look, he's a sexy fox boy. Okay, uh, you can play no. as whoever I hope you want. Get caught by a beholder. As long as the DM allows sexy fox boys. <laughs> all right. Well, before I move on to to John, because he's the only one that hasn't been talking about stuff 
this episode yet. Uh, you wrote down Mando here. Is it what I think it is? I love Mandalorian. Ah, <laughs> oh, me too. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's I need so a... fucking good. I haven't watched season two yet because I've just been lazy. Oh, oh boy. Boy. <laughs> All I know about enough. season two is apparently Baby Yoda has an actual name and it's t- not Baby Yoda. <laughs> No, it's not. Well, I have Yoda. not reached that part in the. Yeah, okay. The tie <laughs> hasn't watched yet. We're not going to spoil anything, but fucking, I know this is supposed to be an anime fucking podcast, but I want to fucking do an episode where we talk about the Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> we can. I mean, fuck it. Oh, well, technically speaking, Clone Wars was an anime because no, no, it was a Western no, anime, no, no. so we can talk about no, Star no, Wars. No. It isn't. <laughs> No, but I, I'm down to do a Mandalorian <laughs> podcast episode. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, yeah. God, I I'll fucking love it. Natai, I said this before we started. It's not a spoiler, but it's the sequel to Return of the Jedi we fucking deserved. That, sound, that's, that sounds like a good selling point. I'm down. Do you know why it. it's a good sequel? Because J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson have nothing to do with it. Oh, let's not <laughs> let's not bring up the J.J. again. I don't want to. Uh, it's too rough. I'm happy you're enjoying it. I, I'm I'm actually genuine. So the last time we did a uh, a WTF, you had just finished uh, Phantom Menace. So have you finished the other two prequels? Yes. Um, what did you think? I okay. So, so after watching more of the franchise, I can put it more into perspective. And uh, four to six was definitely the best. And then yes, after yeah, that, sure. it just gets worse. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, you're you're not wrong. Uh, you're not everything wrong. after that is is definitely worse than the original three. The prequels okay. were all right, and then after like the eight and over, no, I, this is no. Yeah, there's shit. <laughs> <laughs> there's shit. Yeah, no, no, no. But Mandalorian is like surprisingly really good. I also like, so a couple of weeks ago, they had a bunch of announcements of new Star Wars stuff, new TV shows. Mm-hmm. And, so many announcements, uh, bro. And there's even going to be fucking Star Wars anime. Like, I'm fucking hyped about that. Um, but I like the fact that so many of the things they're announcing, and The Mandalorian, too, are basically decanonizing the movies uh, 7, 8, and 9. Mm-hmm. Are they? <laughs> Pretty much. I'm pretty or, sure yeah, there, there's I, like, I, haven't not, ca- I haven't caught up like kept up well, with the news. Well, it's not like been confirmed yet, but there is going to be an Ahsoka uh, series. Um, oh shit. Is that the one from Clone Wars? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's been um, so long. And, Anakin's Padawan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Holy shit. See, um, again, I've never seen star Wars or anything like that, so. <laughs> but you've watched the Mandalorian, <laughs> but I'm, I, cause I like it, dude. It's, um, but no, so there, so she's getting her own show, and there's like rumors that hasn't been proven yet or you know uh, confirmed. But there's gonna be like that's gonna be the real sequel to Return of the Jedi. Mm, nice. They're gonna decanonize a lot of the stuff that happened in the sequel movies. Oh, the sequel movies, my god. <laughs> my biggest problem with Star Wars is when they start fighting, I go to bed. I just. <laughs> So like yeah, there was the. It's over, Anakin. I have the high. I have ground. high ground. <laughs> that was so dumb. Oh, someone pointed something out to me the other day. So in um, Empire Strikes Back, right? Uh, oh, when... stop! No, no, it's so fucking dumb. No, oh. it's great. 
it's fucking great. It's fucking great because when uh, Vader and Luke are fighting, right? In episode six. Um, huh? In Return of the Jedi? No, not Return of the Jedi. In uh, Empire Strikes Back when they're mm. in Cloud City and they're fighting. Um, and they're in that, that area where they uh, they froze Han, right? Um, and you see Luke is standing above uh, Vader on, like, a set of stairs. <sighs> and Luke looks at him and says, Obi-Wan has taught you well. It's like, because he has the high ground! Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> I love it. I'm happy you enjoyed Star Wars, though, show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. I'm really glad you're enjoying Mandalorian. Like, I I'm so want to talk about the Mandalorian on this podcast, even though it's an anime podcast. We can. I mean, anything is anime if you just give it anime eyes. Oh, so. God. That's true. I mean, the Mandalorian could have really kawaii moe eyes. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, the Mandalorian I... with, like, bl- anime blush or whatever. <laughs> no, I want to see him drawn in the style of K-On. No. What the Stop. F- whoa, whoa, what? Stop. Whoa, what's yes. wrong with you? Stop it. Get some help. Anyway, John, uh, do you want to gush over uh, Kamiya Hideki? Alright, well, my section is called Devil May Cry and Why I Want to Die. So, uh, this <laughs> entire hour that we've been talking, I've actually been playing Devil May Cry 1. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> yeah, Discord is a fucking snitch, John. <laughs> and I I forgot, I, I fucking love the Devil May Cry series. Uh, I, Kami Hideki is a god. I love every single he game he's ever made. Um, he helped Rips make... <laughs> he made... Devil May Cry, obviously. Uh, they have Platinum Studios. If Everyone knows what Platinum Games is, right? Like mm-hmm. Bayonetta. Bayonetta, Beautiful Joe, Wonderful 101. What else have they made so far? Also, Kamiya directed, I think it was, uh, 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 what's it called? God End, which was like people consider like, uh, like a cult classic. And I think Okami? I yeah, think he made, he made Okami. Okami. Yeah, Okami, the first Okami. And yeah, he made also, Resident Evil that, 2. Also, Nier Automata. Oh yeah, near. There was near. I forgot about that. But that was anyway. more Yoko Taro doing the thing. But yeah. Well, yeah, Yoko Taro wrote it, but it was developed by Platinum Games. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Kami Hideki the God. Uh, I've just been playing the DMC One collection. Like I've been playing it this entire hour because I'm fucking kicking Mundus's ass. Except I'm literally one shot, and I'm on the last phase of his vo- fucking fight. So I'm about to die. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, Kami Hideki is like he's a weird guy if anyone like follows <laughs> his like twitter for example he blocks hella people on twitter right this is a thing that he does where if he's you ask fucking him a, savage too he's a fucking savage because if you ask him something that you could have googled he will block you on twitter one of the milestones they had for the remaster of wonderful 101 was if you'll pay the if you'll pay like a high enough tier Kamiya will block you on Twitter that was the reward <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it became a meme because he was just tired of like internet trolls just you know doing the same shit like Kamiya Hideki you've made a great game have you heard of this game he's like motherfucker like <laughs> I've answered Actual this question hundreds of times fucking go google it and <laughs> I remember watching this YouTube video about, like, this guy who was like, I'm going to get to the reason why Kamiya Hideki even blocks people, right? So he went to a convention <laughs> some time ago, and he, like, he actually asked them, like, can I see, like, how many people you've blocked on Twitter? And he had, like, thousands of people, like, tens of thousands of people blocked <laughs> on Twitter. 
And he's like the sweetest guy though, because like he seems like he's an asshole when he he's on Twitter because he's like he doesn't want to fucking deal with the trolls like at all. But like when he, I remember Platinum Games, they were partnering with Microsoft, right? They were making that Dragon yeah. Dragonbound, Scalebound. Scalebound. Yeah, they're making oh, Scalebound. That was such a tragic story. And I was super hyped for it. I was like, I'm about to fucking buy an Xbox to play this game, but it got canceled and. Like, Kami Hideki was super sad, and he was like, oh, man, like, ah, my game got canceled. Like, this is the first game since Capcom shut him down that's been canceled. So, and then, like, all the, like, outpouring support from Twitter and stuff from all his fans, and they just gave him hope. And just, like, I fucking love Platinum Games. It's my favorite (laughs) game studio. Oh, they're great. And I, that's really all I've really been doing over this uh, period of time, just playing playing uh devil may cry games i don't really have anything else to say other than i i can't <laughs> wait for good. bayonetta 3 i should probably uh, play bayonetta yes. 2 <laughs> <laughs> i have a lot of I unplayed how, games same i love how like in, in japan like people will get let go from their companies or they'll get pissed off with them and they'll be like fine i'll do it myself and then they go on to make companies that are better than the ones that they left because the whole story with, like, Platinum Games, they started out as, like, Clover Studios, which was a part of Capcom. And, like, we talked about it right before we recorded, but, like, Devil May, uh, Devil May Cry was supposed to be, like, a Resident Evil spin-off or whatever? Yeah, but Devil May Cry out, like, 1 yeah. was supposed to be the first, like, Resident Evil 4. It was the first. Yeah. So the, the, the guy, the composer or something, was like, hey, we need to make a spin-off for Resident Evil and Kami Hideki, can you do it? And he was like, okay, I guess. And then he tried to, like, create, like, hellish nightscapes and shit. And then it kind of just turned into its own game. <laughs> and Which he made Devil May Cry. <laughs> Which is, like, one of the biggest, like, action games ever. But Yeah, yeah like, and, and... it's it's a cult classic. that yeah. Anyone who knows Devil May Cry knows it. It's definitely not uh, that popular, I would say, compared to... But it's, to... like, influenced a shit ton of games. Oh like, yeah, can, for sure. You you can feel it even like when you when, like Bayonetta is a fucking great action game. I fucking love it. But and I still haven't played any of the DMC games. But you can tell like how they got from the the DMC to Bayonetta. You know, like you can sense the DNA in it. It's really cool. Oh. I just I'm just always fascinated when people in Japan just go off and found their own companies and then just become bigger than the companies. I mean, they left. shit. So like, I mean, it it. Happened not so long ago with uh, with Kojima. Yeah, it's happened he with was... Studio Trigger too. Like, look at Gainax now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you might. She's like, I'm taking all of your people and going. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <sighs> Fucking great. I love the the Japanese go get him attitude. I guess is what you'd call that. Well, it's because like. <sighs> Capcom is kind of a son of a bitch studio, right? Like they've got nothing really going on for them. And I'm glad that Kami Hideki broke away and made his own studio because we have wonderful games like Nier Automata. And it kind of sucks that we Astral don't have the Chain. DMC series under him anymore. But, I mean, after DMC. It's in man. good hands, though. People it's in, like, it's uh, in good hands. Pick your battles, man. <laughs> but no, like, people, like, it seems like DMC 5 turned out really fucking well, especially considering it's been, like, what, 10 years? Well, first of all. Five? DMC DMC came out and I hated that. We game. don't talk about that. <laughs> that, that was, was fucking the Wait, worst. Wait, was it really? Was there really a ten-year time difference between the releases? Yeah. God, it didn't feel that long. Well, because DMC yeah. DMC did so poorly. Like the combat 
I remember playing DMC DMC, and that was the last DMC game I played because I played one to three and then four and then DMC DMC, mm-hmm. and I the combat was okay. It just didn't feel. First of all, it was super easy to get triple S, which was like stupid as fuck. You could literally get it with just pistols. So it was like, what's the point of the combat system if you can just triple S rank everything super easy? Like what the fuck? Um, and the story. Oh god, the story was the worst thing. Teenage Dante and Teenage Virgil fucking hated that. Don't fucking... And they had this cheeky remark where in the beginning in DMC DMC where Dante gets a fucking silver wig on his head and he's like, ha, oh, like yeah. I'll ever wear that. And I'm just like, shut shut the fuck up. Don't you dare speak to me like that, fucking <laughs> Team Ninja. Go back to making DOA games. Get the fuck out of it. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I mean, that was, a th- that was like Ninja Theory. That, ugh, ugh, ugh. Was it, yeah, Ninja, they're the people who made the uh, the Dead or Alive games, right? Yeah, go back to making um, volleyball games. Let me let me check that. Actually. I swear it was the. I I thought it was. Mm, I don't know. I honestly made, don't I care. Think they have, oh, you, you might be right because I think they also made the Ninja Gaiden series, right? Uh, May I don't know. Anyway, the reason I wanted to die was because I'm replaying DMC One, and I fucking forgot how shitty old school games are. <laughs> Like, it's not even that old school, but, like, it's... uh, You mean how hard they used to be? It's not that it's hard. Like, these puzzles are actually super simple. But, like, first of all, this is fixed camera angles. And I forgot how shitty (laughs) it is to play with fixed camera angles in an action game. Because I fucking hate this. I've actually noticed that, like, because I've been watching some VTubers go through and play, like, really old games. And old games that I really like and thinking I'm watching them play is like, this is not anywhere near as good as I remember. In fact, it's kind of shit. Yeah. And like all the puzzles are actually super simple. Like I do like the fact that in DMC one, they kind of just throw you in the game. They don't teach you how to do anything. They just like, Hey, there's a combo list (laughs) and kind of just like find hints and puzzles and do the puzzle. They don't actually show you what to do. Mm. They don't. But then I look at like how the game is laid out. It's very linear. Like, you don't actually have to think too hard. So it's actually, it's made for babies, right? And this is probably why my 10-year-old brain was able to fucking comprehend how to, like, do all these puzzles. Because it's pretty fucking linear. <laughs> go to here, grab this, go do this. Fucking, and, but, yeah, doing the combat sections, I'm just like, oh, I hate fixed cameras so much. <laughs> like, in a, game, a, in, a, in a horror game, like, I love Resident Evil series, right? I love 1, 2, 3 is okay. Four is way better. <laughs> three, I really didn't like three. But one and two are great, right? <laughs> and four is great, too. Uh, the remakes are absolutely amazing, and I can't wait for Resident Evil 1 and Zero to get remakes because I like those games, too. But in Resident Evil 1 and 2, you have fixed cameras, and three, I guess. You have fixed camera angles, and it kind of works because it's like a survival horror game, so it makes sense. That's why you have the tank controls, and it's kind of like... It plays like jank, right? And... Thankfully, the remakes, they, they updated it, but it still feels just the same where it's over the shoulder and it's still survival horror, but it's slightly more action-y. But holy fuck, in a pure action game like Devil May Cry, fixed camera angles are cancer. And I can't believe I enjoyed playing this fucking game. And I'm like, I think I'm about seven hours into the game right now. I'm on the last boss fight and I can't fucking fight Mundus for shit. In the last phase, because I'm a fucking shitty player on on controller, but like I hate this so much. I want to die. 
I don't blame you, man. That does sound terrible. <sighs> and I and I specifically remember it's gonna be fixed camera for two and three anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, fucked, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. So I'm not looking forward to that. But I mean, it's whatever. It's been a long time since I've played the games, and you know, I don't own. I have a PS2, but it doesn't fucking work anymore. And I oh. do own all the games on PS2, but you know, it's like I can play on my computer, so why not? <laughs> and I am playing with a controller still. I got a PS5 controller. It's nice. Well, good thing it's not a Nintendo property. Oh you're playing yeah. on an emulator, you're taking money away from us, man. It's a 30-year-old game. We're losing money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Nintendo's always been uptight about their like how they do their shit because it was a big issue back in the day, right? When the game market crashed. So, yeah. Out of fear of that, but I'm like Nintendo. It's been like 30 years, man. Yeah, it's it's just nowadays. It's like they're just like been acting like cunts constantly this past year. So fuck that. Yeah. <sighs> just recently, they like started allowing people to stream their fucking games. <laughs> and I mean, even hell. then, like when it comes to like Smash Bros. and specifically Melee, they've just been taking down streams constantly this past few months. And it's hell, insane. they they took that they they forced Whole Alive to take down a bunch of videos or a bunch of the Whole Alive uh, talents to take down a bunch of videos of uh, Nintendo games that were streamed. My favorite story, one of my favorite stories, it's such a quintessential Nintendo. I, I hate it. Is when what was the name of that fucking game? something? Uh, I, I think it was like Hyrule Warriors, something Calamity. I don't know. That oh yeah, the out. the new one. So yeah, the new one. So it so they took down an Australian streamer who streamed it. Because they're like, oh, it's early. It's like, of course it's early. It's Australia. Which is even funnier because it's in almost the same time zone as Japan. Yeah, yeah. But because it, it supposedly was too early, but, but it was like, no, it was launch day and he streamed it. It's like, oh, it's so fucking stupid. The yeah, Nintendo's Nintendo. just not Fuck known it. for Fuck being great to Flexible. people who play their games. And it's so fucking frustrating because like the development side is so... Like, I love the games they develop, but holy shit, this company and their, like, legal team stuff, go to hell. What it's, the it's, fuck? Their executives are stuck in the 80s. <sighs> so, like, uh, I, so I love I love Shigeru Miyamoto to death because he's probably one of the key figures that revived the video game industry. But in the the way he, like, does stuff business-wise, he's, his head is stuck in the 80s. Dude, they just, they've just released for Smash as a DLC, they released Sephiroth. And they've done this, like, 30-minute stream, which is pretty much Sakurai just gushing over Sephiroth and the, all little things they added to the game is, like, hints and, and like, small things. And, like, what like I, 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 never, I haven't played uh, Final Fantasy VII, so I don't, like I, I, like, I don't have an attachment to it, but I can see how people who do have that attachment are really appreciating. It's like, holy shit, so much, it's so nice to see that these people care about, like, the games they develop and the players who play it, but they don't look at the other side of the company when it comes to, like, their, like, pr productions and the, like, legal team and, like, it's like, what the fuck are how, they even I, doing? I, how dare you publicly have fun with our stuff? So, it's so, I don't get it. So uh, many just, oh, it's a whole topic in itself. Like, I can I can shit talk Nintendo all day for what done this past <laughs> I no, seriously, I, seriously, I remember, I remember quite clearly being a Nintendo fanboy, and like now I can't even bring myself to buy any of their shit. I don't know, like 
I still like I still Nintendo stuff. Games. Like, I'm, I'm still yeah. gonna, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's just a shame that the company is like just throwing a middle finger to play to players who support their games, specifically the melee thing. It's like, mm. what the fuck? Seriously, yeah, yeah I don't know. Fuck I, Nintendo. I, I, I don't. I don't want this to end on a bad note. So, Natai, I, I this is the last thing I want to talk about before we get out of here. Oh shit! Wait, wait. Before 20... that, before that, I just killed Mundus. I fucking beat the game. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, a socially distanced high five. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Natai, yes. less than 24 hours uh, as of the time of recording this ago, uh, we got to see our first look, our first PV of Zombieland Saga Revenge. Yeah! Yeah, boy! <laughs> Let's go! It's so hot. Go, go. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. Oh, shit. Speaking of Mamoru Miyano, I started watching Steins Gate. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I can't believe you waited it. this long to talk about it. How have you kept this silent? <laughs> because I've been playing Devil May Cry 1 this oh, entire time. Oh, my God. <laughs> How far are you into Steins Gate? <laughs> uh, I'm on episode three, but also I just got to the... The fucking cutscene where Dante goes, I wanted to fill your dark soul with light! Soul with light! <laughs> <laughs> the fucking voice acting on old games is so bad! I love it so much! <laughs> uh, I can't wait to play these games. It's gonna be so much fun to play them for the first time. <sighs> Dude, it's But John, fucking... Gate, what do you think so far? Um, The first episode, I was like, for the first half, I was like, this is weird. Just like the other, yes. like... Fucking the chaos head and the other fucking one that they had. I Robotic just I, notes. I started calling it since all the ones that have like a semicolon in their uh, title are all in the same universe. I just call it the semicolon universe. Yeah, like occultic nine. Oh yeah, <laughs> that show. That show. Oh god, fuck <laughs> off. But, uh, that show. I was at first the first half of episode one of Steins Gate. I was kind of like not into it. I was like, yeah, it's whatever. Uh, but it started getting crazy. And yes. uh Hoin Kyoma Kyo- Kyoma <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of Okabe Rintoro. I she's so weird. It's like she Yes has, She's like she seems like she can't function without Okabe <laughs> because she's like a freaking uh, Okabe, like, I lost my Yupo-chan. Please help me. And then she's like, <laughs> she can hold down a job and she can cosplay and sew. And I'm just like, who are you, Mayuri? I don't understand. Oh, l- you- wait till you get to the halfway point and you find out why she is the way she is. Oh, you'll cry. Oh, no, please. And then um, so far, it's actually not bad. Uh, I- I'm interested. And fucking Kurisu, dude. Christina. 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 <laughs> and freaking Mamoru Miyano's voice acting. He's so good. <laughs> he sells the whole thing, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he, he really does. Like It's a shame that he's been such like a, a side supporting character for so long. Like he he does a pretty fucking good job. Yeah, being, like uh, a lot Okabe. of people don't realize that when we talked about a few, uh, well, a few episodes ago on the podcast, when we talked about voice acting, I talked about Mama Rumiano, and one thing I didn't mention is that, like, for a long portion of his career, he only did like side characters and secondary characters. It's only within the last like decade or so that he's done main characters, and like, how long did it take for you to realize he's good at this shit? I mean, he's been like 
in Death Note, which was like 2007. So yeah, but he's been going at it for a long time. But he has. He's been well. He's been in the industry in particular for a very long time. Um, since the mid to late 90s. Um, I think he actually got started as a singer more than a voice actor, though. Um, really. But yeah, like there there are moments where he did like main characters here and there, but for a big part of his career, he's done mostly secondary characters, and it's it's nice that so many shows now are giving him like front and center attention because this man is a good voice actor. Yeah, he's a god. Uh, but god, I'm so fucking hyped for Zombieland, the second season of Zombieland Saga, and we finally got a release date. It's gonna be April 2021. Uh, Dude, April's gonna be so fucking good. It's gonna be Zombieland Saga, and they're gonna announce JoJo Part Six. Okay, listen here. <laughs> That's not confirmed yet. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Fall 2021, JoJo Part Six. I'm, I'm telling. All right, you. you heard it here, folks. <laughs> You heard it oh, here first. Oh, not only that, if you go to our Discord server and our main chat channel, it there's a pinned message where he actually says it's going to happen. <laughs> April's going to come around, as so as so am I, and they're going to announce JoJo Part 6, and it's going to be great. You're going to see. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I'm fucking hyped. Like, as hype as I am for the winter 2021 season, I'm now I'm really hyped for spring. I fucking love Zombieland Saga. Oh, so, uh, oh it's going to be so good. I just want I just want all of the performances to be like really high quality animation and then for the main characters when they perform it's gonna be just shitty CGI. Yes. Just like the <laughs> That's first all season. I want. Exactly. Well, That's this what is I want. Uh, apparently this is the thing that Mappa has said they're they're highlighting as their tenth anniversary project, so that'll be cool. cool. Yeah. I'm down. Anyway, that's it. I just wanted to gush about Zombieland Saga because we got the new trailer and it's fucking hype. Uh, also, we had uh, like two days before we had Mamoru Miyano do his own like live action PV. That was great too. <laughs> did he do another one for this for this like announcement? No, the, what he did a couple days before the PV drop was an announcement saying that there was going to be an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Mamoru and he was Miyano fashion. In, he was, he was yep. dressed in full like Kotaru, uh, like the full outfit and everything. And like the the reason I say that uh, I feel like he had a hand in making this show, even though it doesn't say that in the credits, is that if you look at him cosplaying uh, Kotaro, like he fucking looks just like him. <laughs> what a god! Uh, fucking uh, love it's gonna be so good. I'm so ex- I'm so happy. Anyway, I think that's a good place to end this. We've been talking for nearly an hour and a half. Jesus. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you all out there for dropping in to listen to us. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club, After Dark, on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Uh, check out our merch store and our affiliate links as well. Any purchases you make there do really help us out. Uh, with that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. I do hope that everyone so far has been having a really uh, safe, happy, and better 2021 than 2020. Uh, say goodnight, everybody. Good night. Elder God Cthulhu rises again! <laughs> happy New Year, bitches! Wait, did you say Elder God Cthulhu? Ina, yes. is that you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> God damn it. Ho in Kyoma!
Go 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 go